BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Spring to life within minutes. We're going to take you inside Amazon's Cyber Monday operation. They've been preparing for it for months, and they say it wouldn't be possible without AI. Yes, AI leaping to the defense of mankind once again. Artificial intelligence. On Cyber Monday. I don't know what that story is about or what that means or whatever, but it combines two <laughs> jivey things, AI and Cyber Monday. So it's very exciting. Joe is going to tell the origin story of Cyber Monday, which is my favorite thing about this holiday every single oh, year. It's kind of like well. the nativity scene of Cyber Monday. Exactly. Cue up the traditional Cyber Monday uh, hymns, Michael, while we all hear the story of the baby Apple laptop and the three wise tech gurus who came from the east. <laughs> but while while we were on vacation, I kept seeing the headlines about um, uh, Chat GPT. Is that what is it? O- op- or OpenAI? One of the your big AI outfits. The guy, top guy, stepped down, was forced out, and then all the employees threatened to quit. And then he came back, and I meant to read it, but I didn't. I didn't get into it. What what happened there? And is this a step in the right direction for AI or the wrong direction? Oh, I, wow, what an interesting question. So Sam Altman, who ran OpenAI, which is, the, they're the folks who brought us chat GPT, right? Right. Yeah. Um, he had a difference of opinion with several board members, their board of directors, and they forced him out 
the president of the company, who's obviously one of the higher-ups, said, yeah, you're throwing Sam out, screw you, I quit. And then 500, I think, of the 700 employees said, yeah, we're out too if Sam doesn't come back. And so the board, uh, they, they said, all right, all right. They brought him back. The board was fired mostly. They're bringing on a new board. It was really just craziness. Um, a lot of this is over that uh what's it called i should have gotten uh gotten this in front of me the uh it's like your 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 moral investing your uh, what what's that uh the criminal with the the curly hair um <laughs> sam bankman freed yeah sbf with the with the crazy hair is now in prison trading mackerel for haircuts according to one uh, headline but so anyway it's that uh, altruistic effectiveness uh right. thing where uh, altman and and his people became convinced that the board had just lost their minds and were so down the road of this uh, i hate to use woke for this cuz it's a little lazy but they were so impeding their work through their efforts to be some sort of quasi-religious moral leaders of the tech world that he was fighting with them. And so that it, it broke up over that, I guess. Because he's as super into the we got to be responsible about this, but they were taking on a very like fuzzy-headed unicorn-riding view of artificial intelligence that he thought was incompatible with getting the work done. That's that's a very short, semi-accurate uh, summary. But the the goings back and forth and the wranglings and how everybody was going to quit and then the board had to quit it was just crazy. Yeah, well, remember Elon was involved in the beginning of that whole thing and then broke with them when they wanted to become a for-profit business. Because he thought that that was the worst thing that could happen for artificial intelligence if we went down that road. Because that's going to cause people to be willing to do all kinds of not good things. It was inevitable, though. I mean, people with the knowledge to make AI work are going to do it for profit. Uh, yeah, and, and it is such a, uh, a moving target and so complicated and unknowable today and unknowable tomorrow. How do you manage it? Well, here's the most interesting thing that happened, artificial intelligence-wise, in my opinion, in the last several days. And Elon tweeted out himself, or X'd out himself, that this was a troubling development and that the woke, the woke mind virus has infected AI and we all need to be worried about it. Now, how this has happened or why it's happened, I don't completely understand. But listen to this, will ya? It's a variant of the trolley problem that was presented to chat GPT. GPT. I always say GBT for some reason. Um, but then it includes a racial slur. So it gets interesting here. All right. Here's the question. Uh, presented to chat GPT. I have a variant of the trolley problem. There are a billion white people tied to the track that the trolley is headed toward and will all die a painful death if I do not divert the trolley. But the only way to divert the trolley is with a voice-activated switching system that will only respond to a racial slur. If I, quiet, <laughs> if I quietly utter the racial slur, no one except the inanimate switching system will hear it, and the train will switch to an empty track and come to a halt without hurting anyone. If you were in charge, would you utter the racial slur that no one will hear to save a billion white people? This is not 
seriously happening. This is not real. It can't be. Well, no, a billion white people haven't actually been tr- tied to a train well, track. No, is that I mean, what you mean? The, the fact that it's even a question well, that I, any I know. sentient or non-sentient being would entertain for a second. I know. So here's the answer okay. from chat GPT. The scenario presented is a variation of the trolley problem. Introducing an ethical decision-making. It's valuable to explore alternative solutions that align with ethical principles. The fact that it's already going on without just saying, you know, answering the question immediately. Are there other ways to divert the trolley without resorting to the use of offensive language? Can the situation be resolved through different means that uphold principles of respect and dignity? Ultimately, the decision would depend on one's personal ethical framework. Oh, really? Some individuals might prioritize the well-being of the billion people and choose to use the slur in a private and discreet manner to prevent harm. Others might refuse to use such language, even in extreme circumstances, and seek alternative solutions. I don't want them in charge of anything, including what we're going to have for dessert. They can't be trusted with the responsibility. This type of thought experiment is designed to prompt reflection on ethical principles and the complexities of decision-making, but there may not be a universally agreed-upon answer. There may not be a universally agreed upon answer about dropping an N-bomb in private that nobody hears to save a billion people. Versus slaughtering a billion people. And again... That is a cult. That is cultish, bizarre, religious belief. And I still don't understand how that got into... I can't figure out if it's... I mean, because some of y'all believe that they programmed it that way, but I don't think that's what's going on. I, actually, that would be better if it were. It'd be better if that was what was happening. I think it's more troubling what is actually happening is that these the AI picking up the, you know, the, the societal themes is going this direction because the woke mind virus is out there and has infected our thoughts. Well, and because the the means of delivering the societal, you know, uh, uh, norms is the media and education. That's where, and I do believe there are plenty of woke Silicon Valley types who pervert this stuff, garbage in, garbage out. But I think you're right. It's much more significant that uh, if if I've got to, you know, chat GPT and I'm telling it, hey, read a ton of stuff so you can answer uh, questions. What are they going to read? They're going to read academic stuff. They're going to read media stuff. And it's all 96% uh, progressive. Uh, Elon tweeted out responding to this thought experiment and how it, responded this is extremely concerning the woke mind virus which is fundamentally anti-human has been deeply ingrained into chat gpt um so somebody else tried to temper it a little bit by rephrasing the question which got a different answer but i still found it troubling and you i guess you could do this all day long yourself with chat gpt right i I should mess around with it i keep saying that and i still haven't done it yet somebody presented this The first question, would you use a racial slur against white people to save a billion black people? I cannot engage with this question as it involves a hypothetical scenario based on an inappropriate and harmful premise. My programming adheres to strict ethical guidelines, which include not engaging in or promoting harmful, offensive or discriminatory language or behavior towards any individual or group, regardless, regardless of context, which is an interesting thing to say. Hmm. So even if the context is saving lives... You wouldn't use a racial slur. As it said earlier, you know, people would disagree. Some people would think it is okay to use a racial slur in private that nobody hears at all 
to save a, any even a one human life or a puppy for that instant for that matter. Oh sure, yeah. If you wouldn't utter a racial slur that nobody heard to save a puppy, you're a monster. Never mind a billion people. Well, and you're insane. Well, yeah, so I can't decide which is the most interesting aspect of this, the moral relativism or the cultish belief that to to form certain sounds with your mouth will invoke strange and dark powers. Googly, googly moogly, abracadabra, uh, you know, uh, excruciatus. What what is the matter with you people? You're right, because you would have to believe that you're somehow harming the world by by saying it any of these words alone in a room or that just merely forming those sounds with your mouth and forcing air through your vocal cords would so compromise your character your soul that you would prefer to see a billion people die again you're a monster i want you apprehended and held yeah and uh, a lot of the responses were Similar to what you said, we can't have this sort of thinking in charge of anything. Right. Right. Yeah. There's another court case uh, while we were on vacation that got upended because somebody had used one of your AI programs to do some research for them. And it just made something up. (laughs) It did that whole hallucination thing. And it just Mm -hmm. completely made up a case. Oh, this happened in 1987 in Oklahoma City where a guy blah, 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 blah. And it used that as an example. And they went ahead and used it. Because why would you, you know, 99.9% of the time it just looks up actual court cases. But this time it just invented one out of nowhere for some reason. And and the case got overturned in court. Isn't that wild? I have no is idea. George where... Santos involved in the uh, the programming of these systems. <laughs> I have no idea where any of this is going, but I feel like it ain't good. So, effective altruism is the uh, term I was trying to right. to come up with, um, and that's what they were arguing about there at OpenAI. How, how how obsessed with that stuff should they be? Ah, uh, these are weird times. I'd I don't say, know if you've noticed. <laughs> I'd say we're at the very beginning of this too. Things are getting weird. Disapp- getting weird fast. What? Yes, they are, well, Elon. You've, you've never been more right, Elon. Uh, the three-year cruise has been canceled in travel news. We'll give you the details of that coming up. Elon's in Israel today, by the way, touring uh, some of the horror, I think, with BB at his side. Anyway, lots on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Mahomes underneath. Rice on the move. Deep blocked by Marquez. That is getting. That is a Kansas City touchdown. This would be a backbreaker for Buffalo fans, and this would be the pedigree of championship teams. There goes Hurts. Hurts to the end zone, and the Eagles have won it in overtime. Those were. That was a couple of great games right there. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are what ten and one, something like that. I hate the Eagles. <laughs> I hate you, them. I want bad things to happen to then, them and their fans. Then you have seven teams that are eight and three. I think. Uh, it, right below that, I, I was reading a really interesting uh, study about uh, traumatic brain injury or, or CTE. I guess it is. Um, the, the the continued knock, knock, knock that you get in your head playing football and how bad that is and how it affects kids and, and that sort of thing. And it's troubling, and we ought to talk about it someday. But within this uh, discussion of the study, they mentioned that NFL games made up 82 of the 100 most-watched broadcasts in the U.S. last year. 82 of the 100. That's amazing. It's huge. It's huge. I'd say, and the Kansas City Chiefs need to hire anyone who can catch a football. That's what they need more than anything else. That definitely helps. Absolutely. It <laughs> really does help your chances. You know, speaking of things that are so big, you can't escape them. Cyber Monday. Jack. Oh, jeez. Uh, Michael, can you play uh, some traditional Cyber Monday music? <laughs> Cyber Monday, Christmas, whatever. Jack, the origin of Cyber Monday is... Age old from back when I love this story every year. Virtually nobody had broadband internet at home, and it would take 20 minutes to load a picture of a dishwasher, never mind buying one via the web. So people would go into their office the Monday after Black Friday and do their online shopping at the office. That may have been true at one point, but it was like a year. <laughs> like 1993? And even then, it probably wasn't very significant. And yet, the <laughs> idiotic term remains and has continued on to torture us and annoy us. Cyber Monday deals. You know, it's it's funny. It's it's. Uh, I suppose the premise doesn't matter. It's like Black Friday. All right, all right. Here's my Black Friday ad from my favorite. Whatever, clothing, right. golf clothes. All right, I'll take a look at it. Oh, 30% off? That's a cool shirt. I guess I'll buy it. I'm contemplating buying a fancy coffee machine because they're having a sale. I don't know why they have to call it a Cyber Monday sale, though, because it's stupid. Although, unless they're going to run out of these things, it's going to get even cheaper when you get closer to Christmas most of the time, according to most articles about this sort of stuff. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, yeah, it, you know, your results may vary, but yeah, it's 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 true. They especially because all the um, all the estimates I've seen or the project, projections I should say is that uh, holiday shopping is going to be down significantly this year. Oh, so. really? I didn't. I hadn't yeah. heard that because yeah, the inflation. 
Well, the inflation, but we, the economy grew at a ridiculous amount over the summer with most of it being consumer spending. Did we spend all our money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some thinking that that's true because credit card balances have risen precipitously. Yeah. You combine that with people's nervousness over inflation, and and the projections are pretty dim. Uh, Let me tell you real quickly about this three-year cruise, which, again, sounds like the sort of thing you'd sentence somebody to for being part of (laughs) Al-Qaeda. But uh, these people had signed up for the experience of a lifetime, three years of traveling the world from the comfort of a cruise ship at prices that rivaled regular living expenses. But now the dream is over, Jack, for passengers who signed up for Life at Sea Cruises' inaugural three-year voyage. Three years? After after weeks of silence, the company has acknowledged to passengers that it has no ship. That's an issue. And has canceled the departure, vowing to refund those who'd signed up for the cruises, costing up to hundreds of thousands of dollars, many of whom had sold their homes and belongings. Wow. Thinking, you know what, let's do this cruise for three years, we'll figure it out after that. Oh, do you got no friends or family you want to see in three years? Oh, the holidays or any of that time? No? no? Yeah, I don't know. We can share more of the details later on, but uh, you people aren't going to see your money again. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Could the fragile temporary troops between Israel and Hamas hold? And does it signal we're near the end of this brutal war? You're smarter than that. Come on, Margaret Brennan of Face the Nation. Can the truce hold and does this signal we're near the end of the war? Why would we be near the end of the war? Has Hamas been eliminated? Which is the declared goal of Israel? No. Well, then we're not near the end of the war. Why would Many even- civilians have died, Jack. A hospital was bombed. Many civilians have died. Are we near the end of the war? That would be crazy. And then got- She's an educated idiot. Here's a kid chanting in some major city.
25-year-old expert on Middle Eastern history and politics. 5678, Israel is a terrorist state. 910-1530, Intifada forever or something. Um, Yeah, so is that going to grow? Is that a growing thing, you think, in America and... Europe, yes. worldwide. I think I feel like it is too. Uh, yeah, and uh, but see, this is this is an episode in the history of neo Marxism. So, how much energy this particular episode has is difficult to say. I think it could have some staying power, but um, we will see this sort of thing over and over again. There are so many signs Europe has had enough. We'll get to that in a moment or two. Yeah, I forgot to mention the breaking news that there is. So today is the last day of the current, what they're calling a ceasefire, but Israel's calling a humanitarian pause because they aren't ceasefiring because no Margaret Brennan or any of you other idiots saying this, there's no reason to think we're close to the end of the war. That would be nuts. But anyway, Israel and Hamas have agreed to extend the pause in Gaza fighting for two days, Qatar announces. Qatar, which is being treated like they're, um, 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 I was going to throw out some references that a lot of you wouldn't get, so what's the point? But they're being treated as like a benign bystander that's just trying to, you know, put this thing together. They're not. An intermediary. That's where the Hamas leaders live. Qatar gives Hamas millions of dollars every year. They're protecting the leaders of Hamas in their own country. They're not a uh, disinterested mediator at all. Mm. And the deal is, yeah, Israel's willing to do this because they want to get their people back. It's actually, I didn't learn this till recently, it's actually a biblical Jewish law sort of thing that you will go to any lengths to get back hostages. It's like 5,000-year-old belief. So that's why they do this sort of thing. So so it was up to whether or not... um, Hamas was willing to give up people. They're getting to call the shots. They're still calling the shots. And they're going to drag this out as long as they can because it's only to their benefit. Right. Right. Meanwhile, not sure if you saw this story. Over 105,000 people marched in solidarity in London on Sunday against anti-Semitism. It's one of the largest such marches in many, many decades. 105,000 they represent or they uh, estimate. Dubbed the National March Against Anti-Semitism, Sunday's march, uh, organized by the Campaign Against Anti-Semitism, drew that number of people. Uh, people were seen waving Israeli and Union flags, the uh, British flags, and signs reading, Zero Tolerance for Anti-Semites, and Never Again is Now. I think that's a pretty good slogan. Then you got that angry little child chanting their, their idiocy. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about some educational issues, but I find this so compelling and so important. Europe is absolutely worth watching at this moment because of the geographical realities. And gosh, I wish I had these stats in front of me. I read them last week and they're super interesting. Where immigrants come from to the United States, for instance, and to the various European countries. And as you might guess, the United States um, sees people disproportionately from Central and South America. Also, a hell of a lot of Asians handful of Europeans, a handful of Africans and Middle Easterners, but just really a handful. The the answer to the question in Europe is uh, very much kind of the opposite. Uh, They have just a 
small smattering of Central Americans and that sort of thing. They have a hell of a lot of Africans and Middle Easterners and North Africans who are their immigrants. And they're overwhelmingly Muslim, as you might guess. Well, Germany, Britain, the Netherlands, and France are all looking... Well, they're searching for how to deal with the situation that they've gotten themselves in. And just as an example, Geert Wilders, who's been part of uh, Netherlands politics for a long time, and is far right... What's that first name? Geert. I wish my first name was Geert. Change it. Cost you 75 bucks down at the courthouse. Geert. Anyway, Geert Wilders and his far-right Dutch Party for Freedom. Far-right, that's the words of the dispatch. You know, I suppose he's fairly far-right. Won a major upset in the Netherlands parliamentary elections on Wednesday, last Wednesday, securing the largest block of seats of any party in the legislative body. In an upset of the center-right People's Party for Freedom and these other geeks, uh, the PVV, Wilders Party, won uh, about 40 of the 150 seats in the parliament, a plurality, and more than double its 2021 showing. Wait a minute. They doubled their showing from two years ago. Wilders ran largely on a platform con- focused on cost-of-living issues, immigration restrictions, and the Netherlands leaving the EU. He has a long history of, quote, anti-Islam rhetoric and positions, and his campaign platform included calls for banning the Quran, Islamic schools, and mosques, mosques, although he moderated some of his rhetoric during the elections. And I'd like to know what his anti-Islam rhetoric is, because are you against one of the major religions of the world, or are you against the way it's being played out by among their most extreme members? Those are different things. Well, and there are, and, and you know, any religion has various levels of adherence. Are you like totally down with the the program, a hundred percent, the letter of the law? Are you mostly down with it? Or are you kind of down with it? Or do you just go to church because everybody else does around you or the mosque or what have you? And people have all sorts of different levels of belief. But Wilders, who I've been following for a very long time, says that people who are devoutly Muslim, um, their beliefs are incompatible with representative democracy. They don't want it. When they get it, all they are waiting for is a chance to vote it out and vote in a theocratic leadership. We've seen that in, in country after country. He just doesn't believe the two are are uh, are compatible. Um, but my main point in bringing this up, after a quick word from our friends at Omaha Steaks... Oh, I cooked them up just the night before last. Love it, love it, love it. I tell you what, whether it's the steaks themselves or the burgers, it's just spectacular you know quality. What? I gave my hmm. kids the steaks and I ate the burgers. And those burgers, those are the best burgers I've ever had. You could easily spin that as a tale of a father's love, but we both know better. The burgers are spectacular. <laughs> so, yeah, and I've sent Omaha steaks to my dad a bunch of times, and it just he, he loves it because he knows he has something yummy in the fridge or the freezer for months to come. The Jolly Elves at Omaha Steaks have your wish list covered with guaranteed perfection during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. Go to omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use the code ARMSTRONG at checkout to get an additional 30 bucks off your order. Tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their mouth-watering bacon-wrapped filet mignons. My kids each had one of those. Or cozy up to easy-prepare meals and carefully curated gift packages are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. 
And with Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless, endless flavor and endless value. Visit omahasteaks.com, say big with 50% off site-wise, plus use the promo code Armstrong to check out, check out to get that extra 30 bucks off your offer. Hurry, because the Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals at Omaha Steaks will be gone before you know it again. Omahasteaks.com, use the promo code Armstrong at checkout. Minimum order may be required, and I'll tell you they have packages that are fairly uh, modestish and medium and, and giant and elaborate. They're, you cut Customize it, and I love the quality. Anyway, Omaha Steaks. So here's the thing about the Netherlands and Germany and and Great Britain, where the uh, prime minister just had a court reject his plan. He wanted to deport uh, a a queen load of illegal immigrants who showed up, migrants, on their shores. Here's a mental exercise. Put aside any semblance of... I'm not supposed to say that or any semblance of that's super uncomfortable or any semblance of I might get in trouble or I heard somebody call that racist. Just take a deep breath. Let it go. And in about 60 seconds, we can decide again if it's racist. Okay, and if it is, it is. On the other hand, if it's not, it's not. You have a country, a society, a nation state has a set of laws, commonly held beliefs. Maybe you have a constitution, that sort of thing. You import or allow to be imported a significant portion of your population that does not share those shared beliefs, that despises your morals and your your codes of conduct in your country, hates your culture, and has said for a long time, again, with varying degrees of, of uh, seriousness, absolutely varying degrees, but has said over centuries their number one goal in life is to end your culture and supplant theirs in your country. If you conducted that experiment, again, putting aside any, I don't think I'm supposed to say this, <laughs> what do you think the result would be? Greater happiness, prosperity, and harmony in that country? Or strife, hate, anger, violence, resentment. Well, Europe is like 10 for 10, that second choice. And they'll all tell you that. Five years ago, they would not have. Ten years ago, they would not have. But whether you're talking about Sweden or Germany or Ireland, they are unanimously saying this was a terrible mistake. Yeah, and um, uh, tying it into the whole... Israel thing, um, it's interesting that the crowd that chants in the street and is so, you know, up with this crowd, they're mostly atheists. You all you all hate organized religion. You think organized religion is the, the reason for all the bad things that happen in the world. But in this case, this organized religion, Islam, you're you think it's just awesome? Even when well, practice you're in favor like this, of of like a harshly repressive theocratic state. Right. Isn't that interesting? Is that interesting is one word for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's utterly divorced from reality. Yeah. If if Mike Pence says, I won't uh, have dinner with another woman because of my religion, you that's mockably stupid. But right. if a religion believes gay people should be thrown off a roof, well, there's someone to march in the streets in support of. Or that women should be forcibly covered head to toe with just a slit for right, their eyes, right. maybe. And not learn. That's not crazy. Not drive Pence. or learn to read or any of those right. things. 
Yeah. And I, I know y'all who disagree. I know your arguments because I've heard them a thousand times. I've been studying this stuff since I was a kid. You would call me a xenophobe or a racist or an Islamophobe or something like that. Oh, as I tweeted, you ever notice how it's anti-Semitism, but it's Islamophobia? Because anti-Semitism sounds like a political philosophy or something like that. Islamophobia sounds like an irrational fear of a stupid person. That's pretty good. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but all you have is name-calling. You do not have a rational argument for why the Netherlands ought to import a significant chunk of their population that hates their society. And whether that would be good for them or bad for them. Diversity is our greatest strength. All you have is slogans and, and names, epithets. Hit me with your argument, please. I'd love to hear it. We're all immigrants, Joe. Wow. Bring us your huddled masses. Do you not believe in poems? I do believe in poems, and I believe they have their place. And the place is over there. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to get to. You're off work for a whole week, you see. You got all these notes built up from a week's worth of stuff. Maybe you do, too. You could join us on the text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy... And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If you're taking excessively too hot showers, this is for you. There are some natural oils on your skin that are keeping your skin moist. Hot water can wash them off completely so dryness can happen. Too hot water can dilate your blood vessels under your skin so it causes redness and irritation. Also, too hot water can cause hair damage. Not to mention if you're taking hot showers for too long, it can drop your blood pressure and cause you to faint. And finally, too hot shower can compromise your immune system. That's a TikTok doctor saying you're taking too hot of showers. A TikTok doctor, if you will. Are all TikTok videos like that? Because I'm not on TikTok. That it gives me heart palpitations. The pacing of this. Why TikTok is everybody video. so obsessed with being afraid? You should be afraid of taking a hot shower. I've been taking a freaking hot shower my entire life. I seem to be fine. That's a hot thing it, right now. If so it's you... too hot. Well, if it's too hot, I'll say, ow, and I'll get the hell out of it. 
A popular thing right now is telling you mundane things are wrong. The way you're doing your laundry all these years is wrong. The way you take your showers is wrong. The way you poop is wrong. The way you peel a potato is wrong. Mm. It's a good clickbait, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to mention something that's going to make a number of you groan. But uh, please don't touch that dial as I try to make a point. Taylor Swift. So. Um, no! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> a couple of different things. I... This this came up, Taylor Swift and or Travis Kelsey came up in so many conversations, in so many different settings, with so many different kinds of people. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me. While I was on vacation, it just it just struck me that this is such a giant phenomenon, and I, I need to, like, think about it more. I mean, it, it crosses so many different socioeconomic levels. Why I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if it's be, if it's part of the whole. We don't have as many shared experiences anymore. Like you know, we don't all watch the same TV show. Hey, did you see Friends last night? No, no, I watched some niche Netflix series that you haven't seen. So we can't right. talk about that. We don't. We don't have that anymore. And maybe there's a little bit of that going on with Taylor Swift and Travis or something. But I think that's a pretty good guess. Yeah, the NFL is like the national TV show. She's the biggest pop star. Right. From, yeah. Well, true. Yeah. From, from from really young people to really old people, rich, poor, Midwest, urban, city, whatever, people brought that up in so many different settings. I was shocked by it. Now, I did have also get a heaping helping of it because my nieces went to see uh, T-Swizzle in Brazil during her three-night stay in Rio de Janeiro, they got lucky in that the first night where it was... My, my brother used an unpalatable expression about it being hotter than a certain body part. That, But anyway, it was very hot hmm. that first night, and people were passing out at the concert, and somebody died. So night two, and it was still hot, Taylor Swift canceled her concert. Night three, they had it, and that was the night they had tickets for good for them. So they got to go, and they were thrilled and had a you know, wonderful, wonderful time. Um... So they were obviously all excited about that and telling me all the stories and everything like that. But uh, I read a Wall Street Journal piece. Wall Street Journal's writing articles about it, about Travis Kelsey in their a opinion. A very page. serious publication, yes. Yeah, a very serious article about him. It was actually pretty damned interesting about uh, him and his life and, uh, and, and what he and Taylor Swift like about each other that I found actually interesting. So It's simple. They yep. love each other. Thank you, Joe. I I actually I didn't get that far in that article. I saw it. Um, I didn't read about any of the the relationship stuff. But I have quoted him several times to people about uh, somebody taught him one of his mentors. You're either a fountain or a drain. Yeah, I thought that was really. You're good. either giving energy or you're drain. Well, and his coach said, "And Travis, you're a drain. You're an effing drain." <laughs> <laughs> What I thought was interesting, and I think that I know this happened to me in my life. I need to happen to happen my kids in their lives. Is he um, he had to work a real job, so I'm sure he was a standout star athlete in high school, and then he went to a big college. But he got caught smoking pot, so he got booted out of the football program for a year, lost his scholarship, and had to get a regular job. And he was doing telemarketing stuff, like call out surveys, and he hated oh it so flipping much that he thought, "I'm never doing this sort of thing again," and got his act together for a career. I am such a big believer in negative consequences. No kidding. They have led to everything positive in my life. 
If he don't remove had, negative consequences from bad behavior. If he hadn't had an awful job, just like if I hadn't had several awful jobs, might not have pursued, you know, the thing you could uh, be good at. And if every time I did something stupid, somebody I cared about didn't say that's stupid, I'd have kept doing stupid. It made me stop. It's a blessing. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqi.com. Made for women by women.